We are in the year of 2023. Again, while on one hand, the world continues to follow the war in Ukraine, and we need to ask the question, is Russia is heading towards the failure or the country of Ukraine is gearing up for its own success? But on the other hand, because of the war in Ukraine that really messed up the entire international system among the international communities. For example, some countries, uh, to be specific, the nation of France is standing at the crossroads today, not just about providing the support to the country of Ukraine, and also, on the other hand, some experts believe that the country of France has already lost its charm in some countries in Africa. So that's why today in this episode, we need to talk about the relationship, not just geopolitical relationship, but also this economic and social standpoint between France and some of the countries in Africa. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's my great honor to invite our distinguished speaker, which is Aman Bazar. Again, if you're familiar with Aman's work, and she's an international journalist, and also she's a risk analyst, that she mainly focuses on international relations, and she publishes numerous articles regarding this critical matters. In, in this episode, we're going to talk to her regarding one of the critical issues on the relationship between France and the country of Burkina Faso. Well, Aman, and welcome to The Missing Piece. Well, Aman, again, as we mentioned before, I'm very excited about our conversation, mainly about one of the articles that you came out, which is entitled, Wagner in Burkina Faso has friends lost its grip on the Sahel region. Help us to understand what is the role of friends and how should we understand when we talk about this presence in the Burkina Faso. So if we want to understand the role of France in Burkina Faso, we need to look at the history of uh, the city operations of France in the whole region, in the Sahel region. As I mentioned, the Sahel region, it's a strip of um, of countries that, um, that strands from um, Sudan till uh, Senegal. And uh, it's called um, sometimes incorrectly or inaccurately as the Sub-Saharan Africa. Mm. So France has history in this uh, region, colonial history, but also uh, more recently in modern history um, when Al-Qaeda uh, and the Tuaregs in Mali uh, started the rebellion uh, in 2012 the Malian government has asked France to intervene directly uh, to preserve the state. And this is how the French direct intervention has started. And because of that, they've deployed forces and these forces have been, you know, have stayed in this region for, for, for almost 10, 12 years. Uh, but eventually, um, several coups happened in Mali, which led to uh, a total change of, of the leadership and um, and the uh, and the colonel Asimi Goita, who is a military leader, came to power and uh, asked the French to leave Mali. Um, so from here, the the fallout has started. Uh, in Burkina Faso, the forces, the Operation Sabre, uh, which is uh, composed of almost uh, 400 uh, troops, approximately 400 troops in, uh, in around the capital, uh, was deployed even before that, but was working with the aim to support uh, the French forces in Mali. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have a big role in Burkina Faso, but the... Um, 
but the thing is that Burkina Faso, when when uh, when colonists, so as you know probably well, Africa is living now sort of like um, a post co era mm. where most of the countries are witnessing changes in regimes. So Burkina Faso have seen that. So within in less than in in a space of less than a year, Burkina Faso has witnessed two coups, for example. Mm. Uh, with the last coup that happened in September twenty two, um, uh, the 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 fallout between France and Burkina Faso has started or or exacerbated, and uh, Colonel uh, Brahim Traoré, who became the president of Burkina Faso, has asked the uh, troops. Uh, the French troops to withdraw from Burkina Faso. Um, the France did not take this well because you know they've been asked to leave uh, Mali after uh, almost a decade of city operations, which were conducted uh, for free you know, on mm. behalf of these countries. So they were not happy. They did not even get the message. There were uh, some political uh, diplomatic statements saying that we don't understand what you want from us. And then eventually Burkina Faso said, oh, we want you out of this country. Mm. So they had to withdraw forces. So this is what's happening with France in general. But at the same time, in parallel, Mali, uh, Burkina, which is the neighbor of Burkina Faso, have deployed Wagner troops uh, or fighter, mercenary, however you want to call them. Mm. They've deployed them in Mali to fight uh, um, Al-Qaeda mm. and uh, IS uh, uh, militants, but also uh, protect major camps and major uh, military leadership in Mali. With Wagner being in, in Africa, in Mali, it was so difficult for the foreign forces to operate in Mali because you don't want to you don't want to have to have your forces uh, facing Wagner mercenaries and 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 sort of like asking for 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 trouble of trouble from Wagner. Um, so now with 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 the Wagner being in Mali, it was more difficult for European forces to 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 operate. Not just the French, but European, the UN peacekeeping mission. And uh, after that, after the deployment of Wagner in in Mali, we had rumors saying that Wagner was actually deployed in Burkina Faso as well. So this complicates the matter. This shows that why the France on one hand, like why France is withdrawing its forces, relocating its forces, reorganizing its operation. That's what Emmanuel, the French president, Emmanuel Macron says. Um, Wagner, the Russians, are taking hold of, of, of camps in this region and conducting city operations and cooperating with local national armies conducting atrocities at, against uh, civilians um and uh, you know it, you look at the at the Sahel region at the moment and you feel like France doesn't have a role anymore mm. um it's mostly the the national armies and Wagner's who are taking over and conducting the city operations not professionally obviously uh, a lot of human rights abuses are happening and um the 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 most uh, known of which was the Mora uh, massacre in Mali. Well, Aman, before we get into um, something much deeper related to human rights issues, again, you mentioned, and I think this is one of the critical piece that our audience and viewers don't really understand where we have not received any information on this, is number one, the role of Wagner. Again, what what is the group of the Wagner? Because we know that starting looking at the war in Ukraine and looking at the presence 
of the group so often that we write so much regarding the uh, the organization called Wagner. So what is the role of Wagner today in your piece? And the second thing, if I'm not mistaken, recently regarding the French presence in Mali and also in Burkina Faso, the current president, Macron Emmanuel, that he made crystal clear that France has no intention or no interest of leaving Burkina Faso or whatsoever. So we need to look at Wagner regardless, um, I mean, regardless of what's happening in Ukraine, because mm. Wagner mercenary group or private military uh, company have been deployed in Africa even before the war in Ukraine have mm. uh, started. So if we look at the history of Wagner, they've been deployed in Sudan, they've been deployed in Mozambique, in Libya, um, and they've been conducting operations to support Russian interests in this region, but also take over uh, mineral resources and uh, and uh, mainly gold mines. If mm. you think of of, uh, of Sudan, for example, they took take over. They took over most of the uh, gold mines in this region. So it sort of act like a paramilitary group for the Russians without a direct intervention of Russian forces. Um, and for so long, uh, the Kremlin has been saying that we have no links to this group, but eventually we all know that they're quite linked to, to Putin and, and his uh, uh, cult um, uh, and entourage. Um, so this is to cover to cover Wagner. So let's look at it regardless of what's happening in Ukraine. Obviously, um, the, their history in Africa um, and elsewhere in Syria, for example, has um, preceded that war. And um, it's been an issue for international forces for so long now. Um, Based on the latest report, the current president of France made clear indication that the country has no interest or the military has no interest of leaving the given territory. And again, we don't know if that is political words or it's simply uh, expressing his personal desire. So um, again, Aman, based on your analysis and based on your article, how much do you think that the president of France actually meant what he said that the French military yeah. has no intention of leaving Burkina Faso or leaving those given territories? And why do you think that matters to the country of France today? I think, well, regarding these uh, comments, they have been rectified recently by uh, Macron's uh, latest uh, speech. Um, as I mentioned before at the beginning, France had like had a difficult time accepting that uh, African states want its, its troops out of uh, the country, mm. and uh, uh, the um, uh, the ex uh, defense uh, minister uh, Florence Parly was uh, was uh, even not believing that how can you ask our forces who are conducting free city operations and uh, and sorties. Uh, uh, to support you, uh, how can you ask them to leave the country? So they had difficult time to accept the idea that the African countries uh, want the forces out of the 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 their their, their you know the Sahara region. Mm. Uh, but recently, in in a more recent uh, speech, um, 
Macron said that was in end of uh, February, mm. end of February, like twenty seventh of February. He said that we have a new strategy for how we cooperate with the African countries. Um, he suggested that France should be dealing with African countries with more humility and work on Africanizing uh, the CT operations. So he suggested that, uh, well, um, let's look at the permanent uh, bases, French, permanent French bases in, in, in Africa, and let's use them to benefit uh, and, and empower African uh, armies. So he suggested that he, uh, the um, the uh, camp in, in Abidjan, in uh, Cote d'Ivoire uh, should be turned into a training camp where any mm -hmm. African country, West African countries can send its uh, troops to be trained in this camp. But also, he also suggested that the major camps in um, in Gabon, in Senegal, uh, and I think in Cote d'Ivoire to be co-managed uh, between France and um, African countries. Mm -hmm. And he also allowed international forces, if these countries wish to, to be welcomed at this camp. So obviously France have realized that their old strategy has not, their old strategy of uh, taking over uh, military action in this region has not been working, has failed massively, especially that it was uh, conducted without the uh, public relations support. Um, so they didn't have a strong uh, communication strategy to communicate to people the, the reasons behind or behind these operations. So now they're more aware of the situation. They might want to cooperate further with African countries. They also trying to uh, groom new countries. So they are now accessing Angola, for example. Uh, Angola is a good candidate for having relationships with uh, France because they don't have a colonial history there. The French don't have colonial history in, in Angola, for example. It was colonized by Portuguese, by the Portuguese. Um, so yes, this uh, has, you know, ha this this is sort of like, a new strategy for France. I'm not saying this is the first time that mm. France has promised this. Back in 2017, they also promised a similar plan, which they did not um, commit to. Uh, so now we are we're going to see uh, a new phase of France in Africa, and uh, we'll see if this will work now. Well, Amon, I. I think, again, as you mentioned before, this is going to be up in the air because we don't know what is going to happen between France and some of the countries in Africa. But again, let's bring back the topic into reality. When we talk about counterterrorism effort, and I think this is not just a local issue. Now, today has become one of the international attention across the continent. And we know that when we talk about the presence of terrorists and we talk about the presence of this, um, uh, again, religious extremist groups, it poses threat mainly to a lot of countries in Europe. Now, my next question to you, again, based on the article is, do you think that by building the presence in Africa, France is actually hoping that the countries in Africa can actually contribute more in terms of in terms of this solving of this counterterrorism uh, crisis or counterterrorism effects, or you think that France is hoping that we can build, maintain this peaceful or at least this harmonious effort in order to create a better result? Which one do you think matters the most to the country of France at this moment? 
Well, France has always been saying that we want to uh, preserve our presence uh, in Africa uh, to protect Europe from terrorist attack, you know, because of the smuggling routes. Mm. But in fact, if you look at the numbers, you can see that the, uh, the jihadi attacks have increased with mm. the French presence. So it hasn't actually resolved the issue. As I mentioned uh, earlier, France came with one mission, and it came to intervene in a multi-layered conflict mm. with a single-phased uh, military operation. That doesn't work. They should have worked on different uh, paths to reach uh, uh, a set to reach a settling situation, um, which France has failed to do. So instead of curbing the jihadi activity, they actually increased it by mistake. Mm. Um, but yes, I mean, do we need France to to uh, to intervene and 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 keep everyone in check? Probably yes, because of the uh, air support that they're providing uh, to the African forces. This is the main uh, the main uh, addition that France was able uh, to uh, give uh, to the national African. Uh, armies uh, and it is much needed uh, in this region because it's a very difficult terrain um, as you probably know it's the the, the greater Sahara you know um, but also you haven't asked me that but I will also talk about Wagner mm. we think that you know African countries Mali Burkina Faso and 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 other African countries probably think that with the deployment of Wagner the city operation would be the city operations would be more efficient and more um and more targeted you know towards uh, specific uh, pockets of, of terrorist uh, groups in, in, uh, in, uh, in these countries. However, uh, that proved to be wrong um, because the jihadi groups, mainly Al-Qaeda and IS uh, militants, mm. have issued statements, several statements saying that now we are in war with Wagner, we are in war against Wagner. Um, and um, attacks against uh, Wagner and, and the uh, uh, Malian army, for example, have increased uh, because of the deployment of Wagner. So these groups are now systematically uh, targeting uh, national forces because they are cooperate with uh, Wagner, which is um, which is quite um, disturbing because uh, most of these uh, forces, most of these troops don't have the, the option, you know. Uh, if you look at the um, activity of, of uh, IS militants in northern Mali, for example, you'll find that the major activity in the last six months have happened around uh, Wagner camps. Mm. Uh, so mostly in Gao, in Tisid, in Ansongo, in Menaka. So that shows you uh, how these jihadi, uh, jihadi groups think of, of the, this group and how they behave accordingly. This country actually went through extremely political ups and downs previously. So in other words, internally speaking, we're looking at this instability of the society within Burkina Faso. Now, how much do you think this internal fraction or this internal uh, division actually can magnify the presence of extremist or terrorist-related groups and so that it makes harder for international effort to make it more effective? What do you say to that? 
Yes, I mean it's a good point. Obviously, um, as I mentioned, like in in the space of of, of nine months or so, two coup d'etats happened in in Burkina Faso. But when we look at the conflict, yes, it's a multi-layered conflict where you sometimes you don't know uh, where the intercommunal uh, conflict starts and when the jihadi groups uh, start, you know, they're so intersected together, mm -hmm. intertwined in a way that you can't actually uh, separate both. Um, so that's why, um, well, I don't think any international force by force, by military power could mm. resolve the issue. It should be uh, uh, all efforts, anti-terrorist efforts should be um happening in in uh, in cooperation with uh, with uh, these countries and working on multiple levels so working on on uh, resolving the governance issues on on conducting local reconciliation agreements uh, in in especially in northern burkina faso and northern mali where a lot of intercommunal violence happens and also uh, uh, bringing jihadis uh, uh, to a dialogue, so opening a dialogue with the jihadis uh, and solving and, and actually like try to solve some of the issues mm. uh, between the the, the um, uh, nation state and, and the jihadis. Uh, Al-Qaeda in, in the Sahel region called the Jainam, Jama'at Nusrat al-Islam wal-Muslimin, uh, the group for the support of Islam and, um, and Muslims uh, have accepted in principle um, uh, the dialogue uh, uh, between the, the group and, and the Malian uh, government that was in 2019. So from there, um, from there we can go into uh, resolving other uh, issues. Again, we can't look at the, I think that, that goes for most of the regions, most of the countries, not just Africa. We can't look at the terrorism as a as a singled out uh, issue, as a separate issue from all other political, economical uh, problems in the country. It's all intertwined together and they're all linked together and the international effort should not only focus on uh, conducting CT operations, but it also should work on governance and development mm. um, of, of these regions. Mm. Aman, again, um, I want to bring another article that into the conversation. This is something that you wrote regarding the deteriorating security situation in Mali. But now my question is, what about the local government? If the, and they understand that if they completely reject the offer from France regarding this military troop or this military presence, don't you think they're, they're actually digging themselves in this much deeper hole? So in other words, Instead of having this collective joint effort to uh, to uh, polish the CT uh, progress, or will we talk about this fighting against the Al Qaeda or jihadist the groups? But why not just continue to accept the offer, and why not just continue to work with the military groups internationally with the I guess what we called is minimum effort, and so that. The, the extremist groups are not going to generate much greater noises or threat. But why why reject them? Why kick them out? What's the purpose of that? Uh, well, we need to start from uh, looking at the um, 
the coup d'etats that happened in the country and the increase of national sentiment. Mm. And also, like so many factors, for example, Russia was supporting uh, 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 anti-French uh, sentiment in Africa. So people got, uh, 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 got became very doubtful about the French presence, not just French presence, French and European presence in, in, in their country, in Mali. So some some so many factors accumulated to 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 reach to that uh, stage where France had to leave. Um, again, there was a, a failure on on France's side, not just France's side, international forces in general, where they did not communicate properly mm. uh, the reasons behind their presence. The um, they did not reach out to local communities. They did not have proper campaigns to promote their forces. forces. So most local, most of the local uh, population l looked at these forces as an occupying force and mm -hmm. rather than um, a support for the national mm -hmm. army. Um, in terms of how Mali is 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 overcoming the uh, vacuum left by uh, France. Um, they they well they they haven't realized yet like the Malian forces have not realized yet that they are setting themselves up to fail. Mm. They are still thinking that they're gonna win. They have changed their strategy on the ground strategy where they are conducting more patrols, uh, including uh, some of the self defense. Uh, groups, local self-defense groups, that's something um, very um, popular in Mali and Burkina Faso. So uh, getting the help of these groups to, uh, to um, um, fight jihadis, but at the same time fueling uh, grievances in, in some other local communities uh, and pushing them to join the jihadi group. So they are, you know, moving in a vicious circle, sort of. Uh, they've um, conducted these two large uh, city operations, Operation uh, Maliko and Operation Keltigi, um, and they are uh, increasing the number of airstrikes but they haven't achieved what they wanted to achieve yet. And actually, if you look at the map of Mali, you can see um, uh, ICE groups um, uh, increasing and uh, sort of like uh, extending its area of, of operation further north. And uh, it's uh, it's uh, not contained to the point that it's, it's imposing imposing some threat on on uh, on a, a northern region called Kidar region, um, which is something that we haven't seen before or we haven't seen in the last five years, let's say. Um, um, but yes, uh, in terms of the future for the Malian forces, the Malian forces probably will continue to. Uh, um, protect central Mali and southern Mali and leave northern Mali to uh, the Tuaregs and Arabs who, who uh, live there uh, to uh, protect themselves. Because as you probably know, in northern Mali, there are uh, the self-defense group mm. or our political groups composed of Arabs and Tuaregs who impose checkpoints and secure road, routes and uh, conduct patrols uh, and fight uh, IS and JNM militants. Um, Sometimes, actually, in few cases, we had uh, armed political groups, Tuareg armed political groups, fighting alongside uh, Al-Qaeda uh, to defeat ISIS. So mm. it's not an, a, 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 an alliance, but it's a sort of like 
um, you know, like they are trying to hide some sort of alliance, mm. but uh, um, it's a tricky situation now in northern Mali, uh, and it's uh, it's strange to see these groups cooperating with uh, uh, like Fatwari groups cooperating with Al Qaeda. Mm. So you can see the size of the threat imposed by IS. Mm. Well, again, Aman, you are one brave international journalist and able to cover those factual relationship regarding the countries in Europe and also with a relationship, a relationship that they built with the countries in Africa. Again, the message is very clear. It's not just about the building this relationship and more importantly, it's how you're able to make the message clear, able to make the message more effective in order to elevate the meaning of international effort. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, it's my great honor to speak to Miss Aman Bazrach. Again, if you follow her work that she covers internationally regarding counterterrorism, of course, more critical issues. So again, I really admire that you work and also I encourage everyone to go online, look for the amazing articles that written by Aman, for example, the one we talk about in this episode, which is entitled Wagner in Burkina Faso has friends lost its grip on the Sahel region. Aman, thank you so much for taking your time to no be on the show. Problem. It's been a pleasure and we'd love to have you back on the show as we continue to discover and explore more relevant topics. And again, thank you so much for doing this.